I said I always remember the wood grain beneath my feet in a busy street. I never said I was angry, but I think I'm still in misery. But it's what I needed, and it took me by surprise. Sometimes I think I'm Hey, what's going on? We are back. It is the Shot Callers crew. Uh, here on 48 Minutes Network Podcast. Uh, I am your gracious host, Ben Brown. To my left, my man, my brother from another mother, Odellis Forellis, Josh Hayes. What's good, my brother? How we feeling out there today, man? Man, it's great, dude. This I'm is great. I'm already ready to get this thing started. Man, you already know, man. NBA is popping off. Um, you know, we've we've got fights. We've got freaking playoffs, uh, atmosphere, games. We've got all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, we are going to talk about that. Um, we got producer producer Tim in the building with us, um, and we are ready to roll. We've got a few housekeeping things we're going to talk about here. Uh, first thing, uh, hit us up, man. We are going to say it every time. Five star, five star, five star. Like Rob Van Dam. Five star reviews, baby. Hit us up. You know what I mean? We're always looking for reviews. We're always trying to get better. You know what I mean? So please, five star review us. Um, we like comments on our Twitter page. At 48 Minutes Network on our Instagram page, which is at 48 Minutes NTWRK. Same as Twitter. Same as Twitter as well. Hit us up. Let us know what's going on. We have an awesome segment, Good Night, Bad Night on there during the week. That's a lot of fun. We try to condense some stats for you guys so you guys can go on there. Check out your fantasy guys. See how well they did or how well they didn't do. Um, So we we got stuff there all week. Um, Producer Tim. At large bid is dropping the uh, what is it the champions champions classic. classic is this Tuesday dropping for at large bid they preview those games uh, producer Tim how excited are you guys for that we're excited man it's the four best teams in the country absolutely um so really- hold on Josh would like to protest that protest that I'm already ready to grab the mic. <laughs> <laughs> According to the AP poll, the fourth team country. But no, Josh, I am with you. I think Louisville is one of the four best teams in the country. Um, so we, we literally give you it's a 20-minute thing. So you have 20 minutes. It's your, it's your car ride in. Yes, to work. absolutely. We got, we got you covered. Yeah, no doubt about it. And those guys, uh, Ryan, uh, my man, um, TB. TB, Mr. Bergfeld, uh, and Tim, they go do a great job of covering all of college basketball. You guys have got to get on there and listen, man, at large bid. Um, Tim has been to UC. He's been to Xavier. He's been to NKU. He's got all your local. If you're a local guy that loves college basketball, Tim and his crew have everything covered. We're, we He tries to cover as many. You should see his schedule. I mean, it is banana. This guy's put his Christmas tree up in October because he ain't got time <laughs> to do it in November or December because he's going to be on the road. He'll be at the Charleston Classic. He's going to be covering NKU. He's going to be covering Xavier, UC. It's awesome. So if you're a college basketball head, man, this is where you need to be. Um, so that's our plug for that. We also have the 48 Minutes crew. We'll be dropping stuff on Wednesdays. Every Wednesday, they're dropping something fresh. Um, we cover the Sunday drop on Monday, so we're going to start our topics. Um, and then on Wednesday, you'll get 48 Minutes crew coming at you hard and heavy. Uh, Sean Mackey, Tim Daniels. So uh, I'm ready to rock and roll, man. You ready? Let's get this yes, thing sir. going. Hey, topic number one. All right, gentlemen. Topic number one is the battle of the big men. Mm. 
Earlier this week, we saw Joel Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns throw hands. Mm-hmm. We had a little hold me back there, but they battled through the hold me back. We had Ben Simmons putting Carl Anthony Towns in a chokehold with the question, did Carl Anthony Towns tap out? I thought I saw him tap. And then we had some social media interactions where Jimmy Butler was dragged into this you and said, I yeah. love it. <laughs> so, gentlemen, first off, what is your take on the fight? And did Carl Anthony Towns tap out? Oh. Uh. Uh, Mark, go ahead. Hey, first of all, first of all, um, I think we were talking about this already. Like, why did the fight even take place? Yeah, like we, these two weren't even engaged in the play that was going on, and then the next thing you know, camera spins over, yeah, and these two are scrapping. Two are scrapping, and then Ben Simmons comes out of nowhere. I mean, he put that Randy Couture. He put that Randy Couture on. Boy, it was a wrap. But what I want to ask before we get started: which fight was better? The fight on the court or the Twitter fight? Oh, the Twitter fight. Twitter fight <laughs> no, was awesome. No doubt about it. You know, those, those two guys hugged each other. Listen, professional athletes know, one, we ain't trying to break a hand. We're not trying to be out. So we're going to grab. We're going to do whatever. And people are going to break it up. You know, those NBA guys know what's going on. They know that. They know what's going on. So no real punches were thrown. They kind of grabbed each other, fell to the ground. And then, uh, you know... Anderson Spider Silva, aka you know Ben Simmons, put him in a chokehold. I'm pretty sure I saw him tap. Like, now I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not quick win, almost like a fair catch. Yeah, he did. It was quick. I mean, he tapped it real quick, but you know, it was uh, it was crazy. But the best part was you know the Twitter wars and all that stuff and going. People had so many memes. The fact he pointed out that Cat's mom gave him the middle (laughs) finger. (laughs) Finger. And the best part about this is Jimmy Butler, man. Because Jimmy Butler, he's like, yeah, Joel's my boy and blah, blah. Like, come on, man. Like, you he, he already know that. You know, they already he, they got beef You had to him know that was coming, man. Yeah, you had to know. So, um, I, I think that I'm not sure why the, fought, the fight happened. Um, I know that Joel Embiid has a way of getting in guys' heads. I, and I don't know why. And I don't know what he's actually saying to them to get somebody that mad to want to scrap. Because Drummond was the same way, if you remember. Andre Drummond wanted to fight with him. He's Joel like, Embiid ruined Hassan Whiteside. Yes. <laughs> I mean, so I don't know what he's saying. What, what, Like, I played sports. I was a trash talker. I talked from the beginning to the end. Now, I don't know what he's saying to them. Did you have a routine or did you switch it up every game? No, I switched it Were up. Were you okay. a moral trash talker, though? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, was more of, I was more of the guy like... Uh, like, why are you here? How'd you get your scholarship? You're Richard Sermon? Yeah. Like, how'd you get your scholarship? Yeah, so like, they're going to take your scholarship. You'll never stop sorry. me. Right, yeah. You're, you're terrible. Like, I was that. Like, I never tried to go at people's moms or nothing like that. <laughs> he was a poet. He was a poet on the field. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, but like, you weren't you weren't disrespectful, no, though, no, no, to no, the no, fact no. where you were, no. like, talking about people's moms yeah. and girls. I would never. I never went moms. I never went girlfriends. I never went anything like that. But, it, you know. Mine was more, one, it was to get me hyped up, and two, to see if this person's either going to respond or cower down or whatever. Because that's all the trash talk is. You're going to see what that guy's going to do right. to respond. You know what I mean? So that was kind of my thing was that is he going to, you know, to see Joel Embiid get all these guys upset, man, and every one of them bite for it. Every one of them go at him. And I, I think for him, I think it's part of the game, man. Like, Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid knows that he can play. He knows he's a phenomenal player. So, let's talk about this. Who do we know that we can just, off the top of the head, we just automatically knew, like, bring up names, like, was the the greatest trash talker. Larry Bird. Gary Payton. In NBA history. Larry Bird. Look what you guys are saying. Yeah. Payton. Bird. Yeah. Jordan. 
Those guys. Kobe. 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 Yeah. Those, yeah. Okay, we're talking about all-time greats. Yeah, no doubt. Okay, they psychological warfare. Absolutely. I think Embiid is going to be an all-time great. Oh, I, I admit, agree. With that. Admit he stays healthy. Yeah, I the agree. The good with thing that. about Embiid is that he can talk that trash and he can back it up. Oh, no doubt. So like, no doubt. He can talk trash about your game, but then like, if you can't stop him, right? Like, it just it just fuels the fire. Absolutely. And, uh, and yeah, and White, that's the, the thing. white side is a perfect example. Yeah. He talked trash to that guy in a preseason game. In a preseason, in a preseason game. game, and I don't think Whiteside's been the, the same no. ever since. No. no, he put that like it, that Snapchat video where he's like, "Be humble, be man. Hum- be right. humble." Then <laughs> Bead's like, "Man, your defense is ass." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, but see, here's the thing: is that a guy that can do that and go out and give you 25 and 15? I mean. It, that's what you want. You want a guy like that, and he knows. He knows how good he is, and he knows it. And there's really nobody in the league that truly, truly can stop him. You know what I mean? So, I love the fact that he's coming in and talking trash. I love that stuff. I liked it when the old guys used to do it. You know what I mean? You hear stories about, you know, Shaq and and Charles Barkley and Jordan. Those guys, Lambeer. yeah, Lambeer. Those guys would just talk and talk and talk. And, and it was more about the head game than it was anything else. And it was the strongest. The strongest would survive, man. And that's what Embiid uh, is. He is cut from that kind of cloth, I think. Uh, you know, any guy that can talk you into fighting, into fight, like, like, look, we're grown men that make millions and millions of dollars to play a sport, a game. And now you want to throw hands with me <laughs> because I'm just talking. <laughs> like, I would just like to know what he says. Like, I would just love to know where he's coming from with because to me, Carlton Towns not a fighter. No, you know what I mean. Like he's not a guy that like, like he doesn't seem like a guy to me that was going to just turn and just start throwing hands. He just doesn't seem that way to me. I think he was done being called soft. Yeah, I think he was. And, like, and that could have been. I'll tell you what. Out of all the tweets on there, because the the other thing about Embiid, like his Twitter game is savage. Oh yes. yeah, no, yes. the don't get it twisted tweet. If you guys read that one, was probably the most savage out oh, of yeah. all of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because he's speaking truth. Yep, and he can back it up. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure there was no reply after that one. Yeah. Can we just hope to God that whoever like, because we know it's going to be LeBron and Giannis probably picking the All Star game team mm-hmm. like this year. Can we hope to God that they get them on the same team? Because, <laughs> I mean, Embiid's got smoke with everyone. He does, Russell man. Westbrook, yep. the guys yep. we have already named, yep. now Cat. Yeah. Yep. I mean, for a minute there, he tried to get some smoke with LeBron, but LeBron's, you know, a little bit savvier He's than a, that. Yeah, LeBron, yeah, yeah, he stays above the water, man. He's not, you Right, know. so, but, like, it's, LeBron's got MVPs and championships, yeah. like, you know. The whole Warriors, when he's like, I know what it's like to blow a big lead, with, right. you know. Like, yeah, I mean, he... He and is, yeah. He's got no shame in his. I'm game not trying for sure. to be funny, and definitely the people around here mm-hmm. will, will understand this joke. So please don't try to come find me after this. But <laughs> I kind of watched that whole transgression happen with the Ben Simmons putting Cat in the headlock, and it reminded me back to the hazing days of UK and that Anthony Davis picture. And I'm just wondering, like, was that <laughs> oh, something yeah. that he was? Oh, yeah. Is that something that he's used to? You know, because that's something they do down there in UK. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, don't be talking about BBN, man. Hey, you know BBN will come after you. That's my at large bid audience, Josh. <laughs> come on now. Maybe I need to come take a spot on there one day. Yeah, but yeah, man. Um, honestly, I just think that it to watch the whole thing go down. 
Joel Embiid is a mastermind. He's a, that guy knows what he's doing. He knows what he's what everything's going to lead to. And then you could tell too. After the after they broke up the fight, he was over there clapping hands with his boys. Mike Scott's he's, the first guy out there. Like, yeah, he's what waving up? to the crowd. He's pumping the crowd. He knows exactly what he's doing. So, um, it was cool to see that. It was. It's. I always think it's cool when those guys compete like that. And it. Now, of course, you don't want to see everybody fight. It's not hockey, but right. You know, I think you're. You got a great point, Tim. I think. Anthony Towns is tired of being called soft. He's tired of people picking at him. He's tired of people thinking that he can't play and that he's not a great big man. So at some point, he's like, man, I got to start defending myself. And good for him, man. Shoot. You're an all-star as well. You're a big boy too. So I, I agree with that. And I'm going to end this on Sixers, only undefeated team in the league. Oh, yeah. Yeah, both teams have won. Joel Embiid, yep. my preseason MVP. Yep, no doubt about it. Love it. Absolutely. Good deal, man. That's that's a that's a fire one to start off on. All right, producer Tim, topic number two, please, sir. So, gentlemen, on Friday of this past week, we had so far what everyone thinks to be the game of the year on ESPN, Mm. as the Lakers made a trip to Old Texas and played the Dallas Mavericks. I called this game LeBron and Anthony Davis versus European LeBron and Anthony Davis because it's (laughs) the European counterparts of who they are. That's a great point. Yeah, Luka Doncic and LeBron had a moment at the end of the game when they were when they were doing their post game hug, and LeBron said he's a bad motherfucker. Yes, he did. He is a bad motherfucker. Yeah, man, that uh, guy. Oof. KP, you know, obviously played a really good game till overtime, and of course Dwight Howard did his best offensive tackle, getting a rid- getting a getting away with a holding call mm-hmm. to have the game extended. So, gentlemen, when you look at this game, first off, your reaction. Second of all, what does it mean? What do you, what does this tell you about both teams? Third off. How are we going to top this for game of the year? Well, first of all, um, I think we were all wrong about Dallas to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They they got a lot of complimentary players that that you know are around those the two bigs. Agreed. And they are making their mark already early in the season. And we already started off the season with a fire game with the Lakers and the Clippers. Yeah. And now we're going Lakers and Dallas. And I think you're going to see a lot of people because the talk was Anthony Davis going to the Lakers that the Lakers are going to have this bullseye on their back. So the Lakers are probably going to be in a lot of these surefire games that we're going to be talking about um, going on. But I believe uh, producer Tim and Ben, we were all kind of texting back and forth while this game was going on. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the game was just crazy. It was back and forth and Dallas had a pretty sizable lead and the Lakers fought back and tied it and, uh, I thought Dallas was the better team down the stretch, and uh, they, you know, they missed a free throw that that could have put them up four, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And you know, then they come down and they played great defense on the Lakers. And the next thing you know, man, LeBron drives and kicks to the corner. Curry has to come off his man. Mm-hmm. Went for the pump fake, and we all know Danny Green's about as surefire as it comes. Man, man. He is cold blooded. As, as soon as he shot it, I'm like, that's going in. I mean. Yeah. He's all off balance and went to overtime, and then the Lakers kind of kind of took control of the game. LeBron uh, in overtime showed out. I mean, he has these glimpses, man, of he looks like he's still in his 20s. And That was the best defensive game I've seen him play in a very long time. Yeah. He was switching on both guys. He was fighting on the, on the, on the boards, and he was like just running this great transition offense that he was getting from the, from the defensive rebounds. He had that one play where he tied it up, where he picked the had the steal mm-hmm. and just beats everyone down the court and throws that dunk it does down. A dunk, yep. It's like, 
Yeah, well, let me, let me he tell has you, to be that guy though. The two things he has took, to. the two things I took out of that game. That team is definitely trying to run their team through Anthony Davis. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, as they should. As they should. Yeah. Absolutely. Anthony Davis is a freak. I, I he he didn't have the greatest game. Um, I mean, but the stuff that that guy can do at six foot eleven, uh, and you know, we talk about how great KD is. I mean, I we didn't get I don't get to watch Anthony Davis that much yeah. in the pros. I watched him a lot at UK. He was kind of held back a little bit um, because he had so many other great guys on his team. But my goodness, yeah. Uh, and then what do you say about Luca? I mean, this guy, man. Stitches in his head, Man. got a concussion. Yeah, he still out there balling. Yeah, he is. It's he has no fear. No, I'm gonna say this right now. No fear. Is is he capable, or is he as good as, or better than LeBron was at the same age? I would say very close. Close. It's it. It is. It is real close. The I mean, only the only difference is LeBron's athleticism. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, LeBron was just a. Freak I'm saying athlete. he's a more polished basketball po- player yes. at that age. That I agree with. That I agree with. I agree with that for sure. That kid is no joke. Yeah. No, he's 20 years old. I mean, <laughs> hold on, say that again. He is 20, 20. years old. <laughs> 20 years That's old. Crazy. Dude, I mean, in overtime, he has that shot when like it's like the Lakers are up three. It looks like they're about to run away. He throws that literally like it's a it's a rainbow. Yep. And it goes in to tie yeah. the game back up. And it's like, this kid is not going away. So no. technically, like, based no. off of their age, I want to say he might be one year older than LeBron at this point in his career. Yes. yes. That yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Like, so Absolutely. his second year, he's 20. He's 20. LeBron's LeBron, second 19, year was right. 19. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because LeBron's 17 when I saw a meme. They posted both of their second years. Yeah. And Lucas' stats are better than LeBron's. We got, we're like six games in, Josh. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I don't see agree. those stats drop. I, yeah. I, uh, I don't either. I think Luca's a Luca. Literally is going to win. I mean, you got to think right now. He's twenty years old. He's playing like this. You got to think. There's what sixteen years in his career at least. Yeah. Couple, couple MVPs. Couple MVPs. Yeah. All star games. Dallas is going to win a title if they keep those two together. Yeah, and they get another. They get more no, number yeah, of pieces. And, the, and yeah, they're going to get another Jr. piece. Jr. was really good in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, Dorian Finney-Smith made some plays. Hey, he made some huge plays. Yeah, he's the one who hit the three at the end of the game. That yeah, exactly. I, I thought was going to give him the win. Uh, the one player in this whole game that I, I felt like, and, and it could still be early, and he's still trying to get his legs back underneath him, but. KP was the one that I felt down the stretch kind of Agreed. faded away yeah. and didn't have as much influence on the game as what I would have liked to seen. But again, like I said, coming back from mm-hmm. major yeah. surgery, yeah, he's a major 60, injury. Yeah, he's six, six games in. From, he's six games in. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'll give him till about halfway through the season before I start making some uh, yeah. Yeah. some judgmental calls on him going through. But I still think those two together, like I said, Dallas definitely surprised me with the team that they put together up to this point. Six yeah. games in, were they four and two? Yeah, uh, I believe uh, so. Yeah, yeah, four. Definitely and two. didn't see that. Yeah, so. and I, I think too. And I was just looking at this that there's a, uh, there was a post by uh, shout out Bleacher Report. Uh, Zach Buckley posted there could be a trade involving uh, moving CP3 to Dallas. Oh God! In order to form another big three. With L, uh, KP and uh, Luca, is that is that something that would actually help them? Yes, I, I think so. Yes. Do you want uh, the ball out of Luca's hands? Yes. Yeah. I mean, well, no. Here's what I was gonna say about that. What we're seeing right now in Oklahoma City that's really impressive about Chris Paul and Shaquille Alexander is they both have had ability to play on the ball and off the ball. Yep. 
So Chris Paul hasn't had ever had to play off the ball in his career. Yeah. But as a catch and shoot player, he's always been good. Mm-hmm. Um, he's always, I mean, you know, he's always been a good facilitator. I've never had an issue with two ball handlers taking the ball down the court. I think uh, John Beeline's running it right now with the Cavs, and he's getting yeah. a lot out of that team. Yep, I, I think they're a little better than we all expected. I, I this is like ten times better. Don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I, I, I think that would make a ton of sense for them. I yeah. mean, he's a great perimeter defender still. He's a he's people, a he's people, a leader. Yeah, people shit on Chris Paul, and I understand he's mm-hmm. a terrible teammate. Right. Um, but like the dude can still play ball at mm-hmm. a high level. I agree. Yeah. So. I think if maybe if that's not the move, maybe if that's not the move, I think that Dallas is realizing that with those two, with KP um, and Luca, I think they're going to make another move because I think that they feel like they're maybe closer mm-hmm. than what they thought they were going to be. Kind of like us, we were like, oh, you know, Dallas will be kind of so so. Those two, will, you know, they'll do all right, but I don't know if they'll make the playoffs. But but we're actually seeing, you know, Luca can lead your team to a playoff. If you have a healthy KP and some other pieces, you know Mark Cuban ain't scared. No. Mark Cuban will make a move if he feels like it's going to benefit his team. Um, and I think that they, they the CP3 trade wouldn't shock me. If they went out and got somebody else, it wouldn't shock me. Um, but I think they feel like they're a little closer than what they, they thought they were. So for them to make a move, try to make it to the playoffs, and like you said, those guys are going to be together for the next 10 years of their prime. They're going to have some success. You get another piece in there, you're going to have some success. So, um, f- oh, but for that game, great game. You guys covered it. It was awesome. The game was unbelievable. LeBron's a freaking freight train. He still, still. has that. He still has that extra gear that people don't think he has. Um, Anthony Davis is a freak. We already said that. Um, the shots that he can make and the shot making ability that he has. Now he went over five from three point range, but. The ability to be able to make shots in key situations is just unbelievable. So, um, those three, Luka, LeBron, and Anthony Davis on the floor as far as entertainment value-wise was amazing. Um, Luka's lack of fear uh, of going toe-to-toe with the GOAT, one of the considered GOATs, I think is is, is a tall tale sign that that kid hey, is going to be locked in for years. Because I don't think J.J. Barrera has been on the floor yet. Yeah. So I don't really know what's going on with him. I know he's your favorite player. Shut up. Um, <laughs> but listen to this. If they were to get rid of Courtney Lee, mm-hmm. who's only playing you know 10 minutes a game or so, mm-hmm. their most experienced player on the team is Tim Hardaway Jr. At six years, he's – in his prime. Wow. They are would by far be the youngest team in the NBA, probably. It'd be um, close, yeah. That'd be and, a lot of Rasmus hop skippily do there. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And they, they like I said, they do. They have a good supporting cast mm-hmm. that is going to help them. Yeah. So Yeah, so that Dallas Mavericks team, yeah. Shout definitely, out to the Mavs and yeah, Lakers. Man. Absolutely. Great game. Um and the Dallas Mavericks are I think a little bit further along than we thought they were going to be. So it was awesome. So uh, producer Tim, uh, topic number three. So this one shouts out for me and my boy Josh Hayes here because as diehard Chicago Bulls fans, we have an affinity, a special place in our heart for one, Derrick Rose. Mm. Derrick Rose made his return to the United Center Friday as a member of the Detroit Pistons, had a great crowd of standing ovation, had MVP chance in the United Center. And I'll tell you, boys, it's nice to see him with fresh legs again. Man. He, you know, he's had two years where he can finally have all seasons where he can train, and you're really seeing it pay off. He's been this, you know, for the most part up till recently, till Reggie Jackson's injury, 
Rose has been the sixth man on this Pistons team. Mm-hmm. And he has really been carving out a sixth man of the year candidacy. So, gentlemen, we know he's going to start for the next month. But has Derek Rose become the front runner for sixth man of the year six games to this NBA season? Yeah. I don't, I don't, well, here's the problem. They're going to thrust him in the starting lineup. And, and let's say he goes in. And we start to see glimpses on a on a on a consistent night to night basis of an old D Rose. Does Reggie Jackson even get his job back? Yes. Yeah. I just don't think Dwayne Casey's gonna play him more than thirty five minutes. I, I think that's where you're that's where the issue is, is that I think that the reason why he's being having these bursts of energy is that he's not getting 38, 39, 40 minutes a game. But you can start him and not play him that much. That's fair. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Look at Ivacha Subox. He's playing like 10 minutes a game playing, starting at center starting for the Clippers. At center. Yep, absolutely. Um, but like last last night, I believe they, they were supposed to play and he didn't play. He was a DMP uh, because yeah. of a hamstring injury. But um, yeah, those are those probably- the – they yeah. probably to list something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back, I think back. it was more of a, a load management thing. It was a load thing. management thing. Yeah, for But sure. you have to do that with him because, you know, he, he's had the injuries. Um, you know, and right now he's their, you know, outside of Drummond, he's their best player. You know, yeah. He's, yeah. That guy's been doing yeah. everything for them. So I know we're talking about Rose, but my Lord, Drummond. Yeah. Unbelievable. Dude, we've been singing his praises. Yeah, we've been singing his praises for years, dude. Andre Drummond is so he does not get nearly enough credit for what he does. Yeah, not to mention it's a contract here. Yeah. Like he is the free agent. He is the free agent. Yep, absolutely. But yeah, I think Derrick Rose, um, sixth man of the year, I, I think that's a great possibility for him. Um He's a guy that gives you energy and spurts. Like you said, Tim, he's had full two years without being injured to be able to train, be able to do basketball in the offseason, not be coming off an injury or trying to rehab something. Um, I think he's got a renewed vigor about himself just because he is being appreciated. You know what I mean? I think people realize, man, this guy, when healthy, can still play basketball. Right. You know what I mean? So uh, the Pistons – uh, it was a, an amazing sneaky pickup by them because I don't think that they realized how much they were getting. I think they realized they got a backup point guard, but I don't think they realized that, they, that this guy would turn back the clock. Now, Dwayne Casey's done a great job of managing his minutes, managing how much he plays, um, You know, giving him a hamstring injury, load management game from time to time, which is okay. I mean, he's you know he's going to need those things. But in the long run, you know, this team still doesn't have Blake Griffin. I mean – they're they're still you know they're still building towards something they're pretty good so Derrick Rose I think will go back to the sixth man um, just because of just minutes and management and he gives you that spark he leads that second unit and gives them that spark they need off the bench so um, I think he's a, an excellent candidate right now for being the sixth man of the year you know the NBA NBA dot com uh, put up a uh, a really really good article the other uh, day or it might have been yesterday um, if not yesterday two days ago about it actually, it, the title of the article was "If Derrick Rose had load management." I'm talking about in his career, like where yeah. would he be right now? Oh God, he'd still be in Chicago. He'd I'll tell you a, that. Yeah, he would definitely. And I still don't know. Be... I don't know if it's me being a Bulls fan. Uh, usually, when you see guys start to tell off, and this is with any sport—football, baseball, basketball. Very rarely do they ever make it back to the mm-hmm. to the elite level that they were ever playing in. Some of them, you know, have these big injuries and they never make it back. I always held on to Me too. Derrick Rose coming back and being the Derrick Rose of mm-hmm. old because 
up until he got hurt with the first uh, ACL, I, I don't know if I'd ever seen a player that could – I mean, six foot two, and he j- jumped out of the gym. The fastest guy I'd probably ever seen with a basketball up until this point. And he could not be – he couldn't be guarded. He could not be guarded. Youngest player ever to win the MVP. And, like, I felt like he was just getting started. And then we watch him go down. And, and I'm like, okay – He'll come back. He'll be better than ever. And then he comes back, and then he goes down again. And then he comes back, and then he goes down again. And you're like, man, this guy can't catch a break. And you're like, all you want to see is the greatness that he had showed us already. Right. And we wanted to see that for longevity. So, you know, people had always questioned and said, is Derrick Rose a Hall of Famer based off of what he's done already? Well, I do know this. Uh, I don't think any player that's ever won the MVP has not been in the Hall of Fame. And he would he is actually would be the first one mm-hmm. that did not get in. I'll double check that, but I'm pretty sure that's a stat. He could potentially be the second person in NBA history to win MVP and sixth man of the year. Mm. James Harden. James Harden. Who can't shoot for shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> but um I still think Derek can add on to his legacy and and I mean, we've saw glimpses of he's already had a 30-point game. He's had a couple 20-point games. Uh, he's shooting very well from the floor. He 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 actually looks like he has his legs yeah, back underneath him. he does. Him. Um, 50, I don't know if we'll, – 56% from the floor right now. I oh don't know if we'll ever see the MVP Derrick Rose on a consistent night. Um, I don't know if he's still – but he's still young enough that he's technically in his prime. Yeah. So – his what, legs, 31? His 31. legs doesn't have the wear and tear on it as what some of these other guys do. But, you know, the injuries probably hurt that a little bit. But if he can if he can take a game off every seven or eight games and only plays, you know, he've only played 70 games or, you know, whatever he plays this year, and he can stay at the that pace. I mean, he's averaging 20 points a game right now. Yeah. Let, let me ask you this. Us Bulls fans talking here. I firmly believe – he will end his career as a member of the Chicago Bulls. What do you think? I say that people should actually vow to make that happen, even if they sign him to a ten-day contract. He's already said retire. he want, he's, he already said he would love to play with the Bulls again. He's a Chicago kid, right? Yeah, born and raised. That's I know, and I get into this debate a lot because the Bulls are very, as we know, the Bulls are very like protective of their legacy as far as who they put in the rafters. Mm-hmm. So right now, that if you go there, goes in the rafters. It has to. It has to because it's Jordan Pippen. Bob Love, Jerry Sloan right now. Mm-hmm. Like, Artis Gilmore's not in the rafters. Which is crazy to me. Yeah, like... Artis Gilmore's not in the rafters in yeah. the United Center? No. Wow. Why is Carlos Boozer not up there? Um, <laughs> Luau Dang. Yeah. No, I'm just playing. Uh, but no, um, <laughs> Joe Keen was at the game the other night? He was. I saw yeah. that. Derek Rose's up. jersey should go up in the rafters. And I don't have one right now. Uh, but I will, in my collection, have a Bulls Derrick Rose jersey next to the 23 and the 33. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> do you think it'll help him these next two years if he stays healthy that he's only played since 2016? He has only played in 76 games. So do you think it'll help him prolong that run that he's having right now? Or do you think that – It feels like not into the same sense by any means – but us growing up in this area, growing up in Res fans, mm-hmm. do you remember like that run when Ken Griffey Jr. couldn't stay on the field? Absolutely. And then he had that run at the end of his career where he was playing like 140 games. Yep. 
He got comeback player of the year. Yep. It kind of feels like that. It does feel like that. Yeah, I, that's a good. That's a good analogy. Not that Derrick Rose is Ken Griffey Jr. because Griffey no. is the the man to yeah. me, obviously. Right. Absolutely. Hey, BBJR, since you got those stats pulled up, yes, read read his stat line: points per game, shooting, field goal percentage. Okay, for this year. Just for this year. Okay, so right now he is averaging twenty point eight points per game. Um, he is shooting. I just said the the fifty six percent from the field. Which is crazy. Um, he's averaging one point five rebounds and six point three assists. So how many assists? Six point three. Off, off the bench. Off the bench. He leads our team off the bench. It's it's crazy. So and it's uh, not like he's passing to like, you know, Anthony no, Davis no. and Kristaps Sporzingis. No. Like no disrespect to the Pistons' talent, but yeah, no disrespect. But I mean, it's it's. I don't want GLK hating us. <laughs> But yeah, shout out to Derrick Rose, man. That's that's an incredible story for an uh you know for a guy that's battled so many injuries, for him to be able to come back and make that kind of impact um, on a Pistons team. So, um, producer Tim, final topic. Final topic of the day, gentlemen. Final topic is the Golden State Warriors. Mm. On forty eight minutes this week, we discussed is this the end of the Warriors dynasty? Mm-hmm. After that, they did win a game against the Pelicans, mm-hmm. but. After that, they lost to the Phoenix Suns, and they also lost the best shooter in the world with a broken hand for four months. Then we find out Draymond Green's out for a couple weeks, mm-hmm. and DeAndre Russell rested on Saturday oh, night sorry. against the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> so, gentlemen, this team ran out. <laughs> hey. Kai Bowman, former North Carolina football recruit, as I learned on At Large Bid this week. Eric Pascal, shout out the Big East, got there a start. Go. There you go. Um, and... I can't even tell you the other guys. Glenn but Robinson, the Glenn third. Robinson the third. Willie Colley Stein. Oh. And uh Jordan Poole. Oh gosh. So gentlemen. What the hell? <laughs> Second, when they get Clay Thompson healthy next year, and they just pick this back up with like James Wiseman at center. Uh-huh. Are they just are they just playing possum for a season? Well, are they just playing a full year of possum. Is this the, the the funny thing is is that off the bench that game, they had Spellman, Chris, Burks. Not Trey Burks. Alec Burks. <laughs> Alec Burks. Alec Burks. And Lee, which, you know, I'm, I'm partial to him because he went to Louisville. So um, That's right. He did. But uh, I actually posted on Instagram. I was like, what in the men's basketball league here in northern Kentucky's <laughs> team is this? And um, The Holmes High School All-Stars? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eddie DeBose is out there playing for the Warriors? <laughs> this... No one knows that. This name. starting lineup and bench is absolutely atrocious. Yeah, this is like the '99 Bulls bad. It's hold on, it's like it's like the basketball gods are just like, pa, you guys want to trade for Kevin Durant and make a super big dynasty? Ha, look at you now. We're taking all your stars away. Here you go. Hey, let's see how good of a coach you are now, Steve Kerr. Better call Mark Jackson. It's, it's, it's the '99 Bulls when they yeah. like they, they win the title. And yep. then Phil leaves, Michael leaves, Scotty leaves, yep. Dennis leaves, and they're like, Tony Kukoc is our best player. <laughs> yep. Hey, so think about this. I'm going to run through their starting lineup okay. from last year. Yep. Kevin Looney. Yep. Hurt. Yep. Even when Kevin Looney was out, DeMarcus Cousins. Yep. Hurt. Yep. Kevin Durant. Hurt. Clay Thompson. Dray- Draymond Green. Hurt. Clay Thompson. Hurt. Steph Curry. Hurt. What in the world? 
I blame the Golden State training staff. I, I, I'm just. I uh, I listened to Jackie McMullen the other day on the Hoop Collective. Shout on, out on Jackie Wendy's. McMullen, man. She's a and beast. she goes, look, here's the thing. She's like, it's bad this year. It's gonna be bad, but next year when they get everyone back, it'll be mm-hmm. fine. She goes, if someone tells you you're gonna have seven great years in your life, but that sixth one's gonna be terrible, right? You're gonna take it ten times out of ten. Absolutely. And I definitely think that this is horrible. But it's just a bump in the road. The come up next year mm-hmm. in the 2020, yeah, 2021 man, it season. Messes up my predictions because at this oh, rate, dude, I, at this rate, Golden State ain't winning twenty games. No, I mean, Golden no. State is going to have James Wiseman next year, guys. I'm just yeah. telling you now, and it's not fair. Yeah. So, so if you're thinking about that, do you just shut Curry down? Yeah. I mean, why play him? Right. I, I mean, mean, it's his I, hand. It's a it, it's his middle metal carpal at that. Right. Like, like. So is it like he's already going to be out hand though? Right. He's already going to be out four months, you know what I mean? Which puts you into what February after the All Star break? Yeah, they're they're going to be possibly ten to twelve games out of a playoff spot. What's the point of playing? Do him? you shut him and Draymond down and be like, just Draymond tore some ligaments in his finger? Not only do I do that, I call Minnesota because they thought they had D'Angelo Russell. Mm-hmm. They they literally had a deal in place to do a sign and trade. And they say, do you guys still want him for this contract? Mm. Because the whole idea was, I mean, we've all heard this. That we're yeah. going to rent him. Yeah. Right, rent him. He's yeah. a rental. He's Cat's best friend. Yep. Cat has been very open. Cat, Booker, and Russell have all been open about wanting to play together. Yeah. Not that Booker's leaving for Minnesota. Right. But this is, you know. This is your shot. Yeah, it's your chance to get that huge contract off of your books at yep. that. Yep. You might probably have to take a little bit. Probably have to do the old Davis Justice yeah. Yankees to the yeah, A's yeah. trade. You'll, but you'll take a little bump. But does that help Golden State with all of the um, the luxury taxes and everything? Yes. Yeah, it would. Dude, it help they them can't immense. sign anybody. It would help them immensely. Like literally, like right now, they have. I think Windhorse said the other day, six hundred thousand to sign somebody with. Right. So maybe maybe all these injuries is a blessing. Carmelo. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Car- Carmelo and what. Jr. just show up. Come the they're like, "What's up, guys? Hey, <laughs> we'll take we'll take eighty grand a year and some biscuits. Let's roll." I would love for us to have a a five minute conversation on why this guy's not playing anywhere. He's not washed up, Carmelo. Yes, I don't want to do it right now, but the guy's not washed up. Okay, he, give he, me give me ten minutes to put my debate together. We got say, this. Yeah, well, <laughs> but um, yeah, Golden State, man, like it's um, it, yeah, you have. I think you have to shut Curry down. Don't even let him come back. What, what's the what's the point of running him? He's out He's already going to be out three months. So right. you're putting him at or at the All Star right. break. You're not winning twenty five games at this yeah. point. Shut him down. Sign and trade uh, Russell with the Timberwolves. What go ahead, and make turn? that. Yeah, because you you trade him, you go get like Josh Okogie. Go get yep. You go get you know yeah. Jared Culver. Jared, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know you survive this year. So then next year you're going to be in the lottery because your your team's going to be terrible. You get a chance to get one of those great guys that are coming out of college. Shout out Allard's bid. They'll tell you who they're going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, I've already told you. I think we yeah. already found out. Right. Which <laughs> like, Tim's already said. Yeah, which is going to be fair. So and then you get Curry back healthy. Oh, God. What if they you get, get Anthony Edwards? Have you seen that kid? Yeah. Yeah, Georgia. He's, yeah, he's a monster. He's nice. Yeah. He's nice with so, it. So, I mean, but, you get, but you'll get one of those, one of those prospects. You'll get Curry back. You'll get Clay back. You get Draymond back healthy. Um, you've got a, a draft prospect that's going to be unreal, um, and then you run it back. I mean, it's. I mean, sounds like a winner to you me. Shut Looney down too. 
I would play him because I want to know what I got. Yeah. We don't necessarily fully know the whole skill set of Kavan Looney. We've right. seen glimpses, but well, here's the problem: Looney fits Looney fits a role on that team when the when the other guys are on the floor. Right. So without them, to see what he can do. What What do you What do you How do you try to play him? Because he's not a he's not a a, a dominant big man who's going to no. get all these touches and. The thing too is like from these young guys that are playing, these like guys that no one knows, like mm-hmm. some of them have shown glimpses where you're like, okay, that mm-hmm. can be a guy that could be a building block. Absolutely. I've mentioned Eric Pascal in here a million times. Absolutely. Like, I love Pascal's game. I think he's very close to his ceiling because he's a very old rookie. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's a guy the Warriors can build up. Jacob Evans from Cincinnati. Like, just got his option. He's their backup point guard. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Do you let these young guys go out there? See what and, you got, and see what you got, yeah. and see if they're worth building around your core. Because we all know Golden State's core is as good, if not better, than anybody's in basketball. We've seen what they've done for the past seven years. Agreed. Uh, they they never really needed Kevin Durant uh, to do. In some ways, Kevin Durant might have kind of messed up the flow of what they did, even though. We all saw in the finals when you need a bucket, you just give the ball to KD and get out of the way. Yeah, he's a cheat code. But um, yeah, yes, he he's what? He's a cheat code. <laughs> like it's like when you're playing 2K, you're like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Throw the ball, to Kevin Durant. All right, cool, let's roll. I said it in terms of, do you remember the Atlanta Falcons had that thing where I was like, ah, just fuck it, throw it to Julio. Oh yeah, that's that's Kevin that's Durant. what it is. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's two so. football references I made on the show. So you're so you're so you're proclaiming sign and trade D'Angelo Russell. You can't get back. Maybe Culver back. or Culver and Akogi. And maybe I would I would ask for Jake Lehman. I think Jay Lehman's been excellent for Minnesota. Yeah, he has. Like I would I would figure out a way because D'Angelo Russell is an All Star. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like a fluke thing last no. year where he just like guy's a, yeah he's a bucket. he's a very good basketball he's player a like absolutely. And you have to get something worth back for him absolutely. Whether it's draft picks, you get a draft pick this year. Because I don't think this Minnesota thing is going to stay up. No. Even if it does, okay, you're picking in the 20s again with the first round pick first, right. and a pretty deep class. Yep. You go get, like I've mentioned a million times, James Wiseman. Mm-hmm. The back of that first round, you get Tyrese Maxey from Kentucky. Yeah. You're yeah, you're good. There's your, that's your sixth and seventh guy right there. Yep, you're like, good. You're set. You're good. So I like yeah, it, man. I do like that too. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, the Warriors' woes, um, I think that they'll be – they're gonna they're gonna take their lumps this year, but the, like you said, the come up next year will be outstanding. I do so. think this will be another topic that we can talk about today. But what does that do, and what does that cause in the ripple effect of the NBA though if they actually just tank? Um, hello, nineteen ninety seven San Antonio Spurs. How are we yeah. doing today? Yep, yep. Oh, David Robinson's out for David the year. David Robinson's out for the year. Sean Elliott, you can sit yeah. down. Avery yep. Johnson, you can sit down. Hey, man, there's a center out there. His name's Tim Duncan. What is rules maybe, against? Maybe. I mean, I'm, they're, they're, but those guys are legit hurt. Yeah. 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 But like, but it's even now though, like as we saw with the lottery, it's not a guarantee anymore. No, it's not. It's right. Not. Right. Knicks fans. Right. Knicks fans. <laughs> right. Right. Zion. 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 It's okay, guys. We're getting Katie and Kyrie. We're getting Katie and Kyrie. Oh, yeah. they went to the other New York team. Oh, oh, my bad. <laughs> oh, well. Well, guys, uh, that's another edition of Shot Callers. Um, we like we said at the beginning, please five star reviews. Go on, uh, check us out. We've got uh, at large bid dropping on Tuesday once again. Champions Classic preview. We've got Wednesday's forty eight minutes crew with Sean Mackey and Tim Daniel. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram. Hit us up. Let us know what's going on. Um, we all have Twitter handles, 
Mine's at Ben underscore Brown 98. Josh is at Joshua Hayes. And Tim is at, at Tim Daniel without the S. Do not put an S on the end of Do not. Do not. All right. We love you guys. Take care. Nice.